Hello, you're listening to Put On Your Positive Pants. I'm your host, Beth Wilson, and I'll be bringing you a slice of positivity every week. For this episode, I'm joined by Brittany Welsh, who is a manifestation expert and certified law of attraction coach. So I was really looking forward to speaking to Brittany and hearing all about what she does, because it's super interesting. So welcome to the podcast, Brittany. Hi, how are you? I'm well, thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming. It's great to have you. So could you please introduce yourself to my lovely listeners, please? My name is Brittany Walsh. I'm a manifestation expert and certified law of attraction life coach. I demystify the practice of manifestation so people can tap into their endless creating potential. I mean, that sounds <laughs> amazing. And I want to know more about it. So could you tell us how you got into that firstly, please? Absolutely. I think like most people, we sort of come to spirituality and a a place of faithfulness from a low point of not having the answers and just surrendering to the fact that we don't know the answers. So I was, I was married uh, for, I think I was married for six years at the time, but I was really sad and I couldn't figure out why, because I had had everything that I thought I was supposed to. I had the house, I had, you know, the, the husband, the kids, the, the job, I, I should have been really happy and I wasn't. And I just, I was feeling like there was something wrong with me. Right. And I, I was, I became self-destructive. The relationship was toxic. And I, I just knew that there was something else in me. Like I wasn't living up to my potential, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And so I had a bit of a Jesus take the wheel moment of, I, I have to try something. So I, leaned into faith and spirituality more specifically i was following some um, i was following eckhart toll initially he has this book called the power of now okay and it was really helpful for me to step into the present moment because i was very anxious i was you know trying to figure out what i was supposed to be doing am i making the right move i didn't trust myself so i was just always anxious i was potentially had postpartum but i never really explored it Right. And I uh, uh, tapping into the present moment and having that understanding of if I'm depressed, I'm thinking about something from the past with shame. And if I'm, you know, anxious, I'm thinking about something in the unknown future. So it just doesn't quite serve me. And, and that just that little bit of, of uh, relief in, in being in my body was enough for me to say, oh, I like this. Let's see what's down this road. And inevitably it led down, you know, more spirituality. My ex-husband and I are divorced. We co-parent fantastically. He's fantastic. And I went through this whole, you know, trying to find myself and reading more books and still trying to get the questions around me. But it wasn't until I truly understood that I was a powerful creator that I realized oh, I could be doing this much differently (laughs) and I can be trusted to make decisions. And in fact, when I'm looking to other people, I'm really wasting my creating potential because I'm just doing, I'm reacting to the world around me and not being creator of the world around me. So, um, you know, just sort of the trajectory of it all (laughs) went along those lines. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's great. Um, And I love that you know, I think we can take so much from the things that aren't going so well 
in our lives sometimes right. you know like I think sometimes we have to accept that you know some things fail and some things don't work out but you know something absolutely amazing and something so much better can be waiting for you and you know my my hat is off to you for kind of thinking you know what I've got this quote-unquote perfect you know life but I'm not I'm not happy and you know for for doing something about that you know because there's people out there who may be stuck in those situations so you know you should be really proud of yourself as well like for for going for it and you know look look at you now look look what path it's is taken on you it's it's great I appreciate that I for anyone that's feeling stuck for me in this process of sort of uncovering all these things, one, it was understanding that I'm creating in the present moment. So I'm either unconsciously creating or I'm very consciously creating, which means I'm choosing the thoughts I'm having, I'm choosing what I'm feeling, and I'm choosing the actions that I take. So that was an empowering shift of if I don't like something, I have the power to change it. But even in that because to your point, there can be this question of, well, why do I not appreciate what I have? Mm -hmm. And for me, it was part of searching back and figuring out what is the purpose of all things. So one of the universal laws is uh, divine oneness. And of course, the universe is forever expanding out and just rippling out into the abyss. And we've evolved out from you know, single cell organisms to this being, this, this conscious being that we are now. So I, I sort of sat in a place of, I must not have been evolving or growing as everything in this universe's intention is. And for that reason, I was feeling really stuck. I was feeling really stifled. And having that reframe of why I could have so much and still feel unfulfilled was really helpful because I no longer felt shame or guilt for not for not being grateful for all the things that I had. It was I was grateful. I just now I'm not growing anymore. So now what am I going to do with this? Yeah. And then, you know, then shifting to, OK, well, what can I learn here? And to your point, too, is I, whenever we go into the unknown, our body's response is to feel uncomfortable because yeah. it wants to survive. So it's just like a little bit of hesitation. You will always feel that. So yeah. I didn't know it at the time that I had to sort of chase the discomfort, but now it's it's part of obviously my, my daily practice of, am I uncomfortable? Why am I uncomfortable? Probably, you know, is this something new to me? And then using feelings as an indicator of what's happening. Yeah, trust your gut, that kind of thing. You know, I think that's that's actually really important. You know, it's kind of a phrase that we use all the time, but I think, you know, our, our bodies are, are telling us a lot, aren't they? Um, so yeah, I wanted to ask you if people, you know, haven't really heard about manifestation or kind of don't really understand what it is, um, how would you describe that and the law of attraction? How does that all work? So the law of attraction and manifesting are are separate things. Mm -hmm. Manifesting is simply creating a physical reality, something we can see with our eyes. And again, we do that in every single present moment. So we move through a series of thoughts, feelings, and actions. If you aren't consciously manifesting or unconsciously manifesting, these thoughts, feelings, and actions are affirmations of what your beliefs, uh, behavioral patterns, and past experiences are. So you'll have a thought to brush your teeth if you have the behavioral pattern of brushing your teeth. People who don't have a habit of brushing their teeth just aren't going to think about it because it's yeah. not something they do every day. 
Um, if you believe that, you know, you are somebody who is really healthy, you'll make healthy eating choices. And then if you are, if you feel uncomfortable whenever there's something, um, you know, when you're sort of in the spotlight, it just sort of triggers this feeling of, oh, I, I don't feel comfortable in the spotlight. So again, all just sort of indications, but we, we sometimes can get believe that these are all things that are outside of our control. Mm -hmm. However, human beings are, are habitual creatures and we can actually train ourselves to respond in a way that is most desirable for what we want to create for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you're somebody, what I always recommend is get really clear on what you're currently creating or manifesting for yourself because what your reality is is what you manifested so go throughout you know a week of writing down what your thoughts are just random things that pop up into your head what are some of the feelings you move through and what are some of the actions you take and get down to five to 15 minute tasks of what those look like because they could be going on social media you know talking to a friend and then if you are somebody who's trying to build a business well you know we can sort of see these other blind spots where we've trained our body to go on to social media instead of working on our business or something along those lines and uh you'll, you can get really clear on how one you you're creating and then we can begin to talk about embodying a different version of yourself who creates the reality that they desire. But first on that baseline, getting clear of you are creating, what are you currently creating for yourself? Mm -hmm. And then as it, there, I try not to uh, overwhelm because it's, it's a lot of, the universe is incredibly intricate. So mm -hmm. it's a lot of information and I don't want to just be like dump it <laughs> and then come back. But so I like to say one on that base level of we're always creating then two are saying, okay, well now we want to create something different for ourselves. Goodness, there's so many different ways we can go about doing that. One, creating new behavioral patterns for yourself. There are plenty of really great books to talk about how you can create different behavioral patterns for yourself. But if we're, we can use an example of, I want to be somebody who manifests a bunch of money, right? Mm -hmm. So then what would you have to do to create that reality? Who, what kind of thoughts would you have to have about money? What kind of feelings would you have to have when you're managing your money what kind of actions would you have to be taking with your money you obviously want to be somebody who's constantly spending your money you would also be a generator of money so how do we now embody a version of somebody who generates money now we're starting to turn the wheels of okay if i were somebody who knew with absolute certainty that i was manifesting more money for myself what might i do really fantastic thing is everybody's manifesting. Is there somebody else that's manifesting money in a way that you would like to? Okay, what are some of their actions? What are some of their thoughts about money? Things like that. And then you can sort of construct what you, who you have to be to create this reality. And now you're sitting in the driver's seat of being empowered. Mm, that's great. I hadn't really thought about it in terms of, you know, we're actually doing it all the time. And, and sometimes, you know, you kind of always encourage people to kind of take a step back a second and just think about like things that they've achieved and things that have happened because life gets so busy and you know adult life happens and you know you might get married you might have kids or you might not but you know working and you know life just gets so busy and I think we don't take that time to just sit back and just think oh hang on a minute like I have achieved all this stuff but like how how did I even get there and like where do I want to go next you know sometimes we just don't like give ourselves that time you know we don't make that time sometimes and it is important 
It is. And it's also important to understand that when we're creating our reality, that just didn't happen overnight. Yes, <laughs> this okay. is like, there's energy behind it. These behavioral patterns didn't just wind up there. You know, these are things we've been doing for a really long time. Human beings are energetically optimized. So we'll just keep, once we learn something, you know, it goes on to the autopilot and then we'll just keep creating it with no additional thought at all. So when we're changing it, I explain it as a whirlpool. So we're just going with the flow of the whirlpool and we're saying, we don't like what this flow creates in the reality around us. I want to create something different. Now we have to push against the whirlpool to create something different. You are going to be using up a ton of energy just even to shift your mindset. Like we, we understand that picking up a, a dumbbell and, and lifting weights, like, oh, that's energy. You're going to feel tired. When you're changing your mindset, you're also shifting your energy. You're going to feel tired. You're putting work and effort into it. So taking time for rest. And then we could layer this whole other, which is why I'm saying like information overload, but this whole other layer of being in high vibration, low vibration of law of attraction is if then we're saying like, oh, I'm not doing enough. I shouldn't be sleeping. I should be working harder. Well, now you're shifting down to a low vibration and now you're sort of making a mess of it because yeah. now we're going to be attracting things that are in this lower vibration. We're going to be met with frustration and resistance. And so you're better off just having a lot of grace for yourself in this process of manifesting something different for yourself. I always recommend people start with affirmations because it's sort of the path of least resistance. And it's a really easy way to fold something into your day. I have on my phone, I have my voice memo app where I repeat affirmations. I say them, I leave a space for me to repeat them as I'm listening. And then I say another one for approximately 20 minutes. First thing, when I wake up in the morning, I pop it in. And now I'm affirming things as I'm pouring my coffee. I'm just repeating it because we're just training our brain that these are the new beliefs. Affirmations have been proven to persuade us to have a different set of beliefs. It's always in your best interest to move a little bit from where your current belief is. So if you're somebody who earns, let's say, 50000 uh, a year income and you want to get to a million dollars, you're probably better off affirming iron, you know, 70000 now this starts to come up in a bunch of different ways, because when you shift your belief, then your, your brain processes different information from the world around you. We have cognitive biases. So then it starts showing you opportunities for ways that you could be earning this other income. And because you believe it, you say it feels good. Now, maybe you're asking for an increase in pay, or you're seeking out different job opportunities. You're you get an inspired idea. It's like, oh, I wonder if there's any new jobs out there. And then there's this, you know, something pops up. Now we're getting into the law of attraction of you'll start syncing up. These coincidences will happen with those appropriate things that are in alignment um, through that process. And, you know, a lot of it now law of attraction hasn't been objectively scientifically proven, but at the very least, we're saying open your awareness for ways where you can achieve the things that you desire to and objectively proven, you'll start to see the ways that you can make that happen because that's what the brain is for. It's a, you know, highly developed tool that, yeah. that's not in our benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I guess it is just getting into the habit of things, you know, and we can kind of, we're consciously doing something, but then that can lead to us unconsciously doing things, you know, based on, based on what we've kind of been been talking ourselves um you know every morning kind of thing if, if you're doing your affirmations it's like 
like you said, it was you start doing things and you start, it's even little things like sometimes you hear a conversation and you're like, oh, that's weird. Like I was, you know, just thinking about that yesterday or I don't know, you know, or I was already talking to someone about that. And now today you've said X or, you know, oh, actually I've seen this job or, you know, it can kind of be anything. And it's not until sometimes kind of a week in advance, maybe even, you know, two months down the line, you might be like, oh, hang on. These three things, you know, have actually kind of led led to something. And sometimes it is that kind of reflection back when you're like, oh, hang on a minute. I think I made that happen because I did X, Y, Z. And it's like, oh, and here I am kind of thing. And it might be like a year down the line, you know, you kind of don't know, but it is it is taking that time again, I think, um, kind of reflecting back and being like, oh, I think, I think I had something to do with that there. Always. And I, back to when I first started, I maybe sugarcoated my spirituality path. I was not good at having faith. (laughs) So what I needed to do was go and get the scientific evidence to prove it, to get my brain on board so I can believe with absolute certainty that I had the power to manifest what what I could and what were my limitations in this? Because you see people who are like manifest your soulmate, you know, this whomever, like a specific person in this amount of time. And it's like, okay, well, why is it working for some people and it's it's working for me? Or is that even possible type of thing? Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me, it was like, there's so many different things that put into question of like, well, what's actually happening and, and what's not happening type of thing. So when I go and I say, no, this is absolutely scientifically proven, even if there's greater powers, that's like bonus points of how I could potentially, you know, use the universe in my favor. But we are actually evolving. <laughs> so whenever yeah. we're in designed to evolve and to thrive and to fight for resources and to continue on. So when I have a thought of like, oh, I wonder that that is intuition. And that is just something built into us to say, this is going to help you. And it's going to be different for everybody because everybody's unique. So when I say, if somebody's manifesting something you desire, see what speaks to you, what resonates with something you might like to do, what do you feel inspired to do based on this? And if you don't feel inspired to do anything, work on your affirmations that say that reality is possible for you. Then what, because when you believe it, then you will start to see it. And then you'll have those light bulb moments for it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I love all this. This is great. Really enjoying this. Thank you. Um, so I always ask my guests sort of their kind of if they were to give like a top three or five tips um, within their area. So say if one of the listeners wants to kind of get into manifestation, I know you said affirmations that that can be one of them. That's fine. Um, but what would kind of your top tips be to to get practicing uh, manifestation? Absolutely. The first one is uh, getting clear on, on what you want to create for yourself. Nine times out of 10, I, you know, I, I break down what, how we create our reality. And then it's like, okay, now what do you want to create? And it's just a blank stare. <laughs> you know, what's the experience you want to have with yourself? What's the experience you want to have with the things around you? Is it a positive outlook? Okay, well then, then we'll start with the affirmations and you'll sort of know where you need to be led from there. The other thing is don't so we, we talk about affirmations from like a thought perspective. These are the things we want to think about the reality. And we're pretty good at not identifying with thoughts anymore. We're pretty good at saying, well, they're not absolute truth. We're, we haven't, and I think this is where we'll start to see the shift. 
we haven't quite gotten there with feelings. But the truth of the matter is feelings aren't us. They're just an indication of what's happening internally. So when we feel a low vibrational feeling, we're saying we're going to manifest the best and the abundance. And we want to stay in a high vibrational state of peace, hopefulness, you know, enthusiasm, excitement. So we want to stay in high vibration. If we attach to anything and outside of ourselves, so outside of something that we can control, like a person, a place, an object, a job, when it inevitably leaves, because everything is always changing, another law of the universe, everything's moving in cycles and seasons, then you will feel sadness or you will move into a low vibration of frustration, anger, disappointment, because the attachment tells your body you need that for survival. Again, we're just being trying to survive. So when it leaves, then you will immediately drop it down to a low vibration. If you can only attach, if you can release attachments to expectations of what people do around you or how things happen around you, and instead just focus on yourself, how am I feeling about this? How are, you know, what am I thinking about this? Is this what I, the action that I want to take? Okay, I, I'll take a different action. You can't be disappointed from that because you're in the driver's seat. So you get to stay in that high vibration. So it would be, the second recommendation would be to not identify so closely with your feelings, but use them as an indicator. For me, when I was going through my divorce, I found myself crying. <laughs> and I was like, why am I crying? I do not want to be married to this man again. I'm plenty happy. My life is much like, is more of what I desire now. And that was when I started getting clear on this attachment. I was like, of course, we had so many, I describe them as little threads between us. We yeah. had spiritual experiences together. We had, you know, conflict resolution together. We had incredibly intimate moments where we shared our desires with each other. Of course, I made deep connections and attached myself to this man. And it was that, in that moment when I realized that I just, I have no, I can't have an expectation of like, this is, I don't need that to survive. I am good. I can survive on my own. I'm, I don't need a relationship because I could have done the opposite of just recouped what I lost. That's why we drop into the low vibration. So we'll go back out and get whatever we had lost. It's like, oh, a relationship ended. Okay, well, let me get a new one because I can't survive without somebody or, you know, a job. It's like, okay, I feel bad. I don't like this feeling. I need to go get a new job. It's just part of our biology and works out really well because yeah. we do need something, you know, it's good for helping propel the energy to go do stuff. But if we're saying we're going to stay in a high vibrational state, just detach from anything outside of self, always check back within yourself. And then in the actions, wait for inspired action and give yourself a lot of time for rest when you're shifting, you're manifesting because you will absolutely need it. And if you don't and your willpower breaks down, you'll very likely get swept up in that old whirlpool of what you are creating. And now you got to redo the work and go the other direction. It's a, it's a very tortoise in the hare situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm all about the rest, you know, <laughs> so important. Like I think people really do kind of underestimate that and you know if you are working full-time and if you you know have got kids or whatever your life situation is it's it's tiring anyway you know never mind kind of working on yourself and like you say that takes energy and it's it's that mental energy that I think is is often the thing that we um 
kind of don't don't really think about don't put a lot of emphasis on because you know you're just kind of like oh I'm fine I don't feel tired because you're not physically tired but you know mentally you've you're using up a lot of energy and thoughts you know I find that really difficult if my brain's you know really active and if I'm going through a time of kind of change or I'm feeling really inspired or whatever you know that's when you find it hard to sleep at night because you you know your brain's still kind of whirring around and you know you kind of don't don't always think about that that mental energy so yeah I'm I'm all for like rest is best that's, that's <laughs> my camp for sure and there's so I'm currently I, I'm training for a marathon and I did I was doing 10k uh, four to five days a week, 10 Ks, but then I would stop and my time would get so much better after those days of rest. So those, when I was in my training, the last mile, I would push it real hard. You know, I felt inspired. I was like, yes, I'm at the end of it. Whereas my body got a little bit weak, but then I took two days off. I shaved 30 seconds off of my average time, um, like per mile. So, you know, it was more along yeah. things, but again, when we, when we're able to say, Oh, again, scientifically proven that you can put, you push because we build the muscle when we push past our comfort zone or what we're used to. And that's where the muscles build. And then you have to rest because it's in that time where it fully forms or you you'll just, you'll hurt yourself. Then when you come back, so we can take that and say, okay, I can mold my body. Now we're saying, but you can also mold your mind. Mm. And these are, it applies the same way. Mm, definitely. It's so interesting. Um, and I, you kind of don't think about the, the mind or the brain as like a muscle, I guess, you know, we kind of don't, don't think of it almost as part of our body in a way and, you know you kind of you know your brain's just your brain and your brain's just doing what your brain does but you know it is it is a muscle that we use and you know that does need does need time time to rest as well and yeah I think that that is really important to to take that time out and it's interesting how you know you've shaved off a time amazing by the way on the marathon training <laughs> um all the best for that when is the date it's in April it's April oh it's this month she's always <laughs> it's this month I've done a I've, I've done the I'm in New Jersey so I've done the Philadelphia marathon before this one's in Brooklyn uh in New York but I so I, I already have the belief that I'm gonna finish it so it's not like this anxious like oh dear god type of thing for me at this point so I know I'll finish it my timing we'll see I've been better this time about training but Nice. Well, all the best for that. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so I think if if we wanted listeners to take something from the episode, just like one thing, if you want people to have listened to everything you've said and thought, right, okay, yeah, I want to, I want to make some changes or I want to start doing something. Kind of what's your what's your main takeaway uh, for our listeners? We have unlimited creating potential there's there what we'll be able to evolve to do in the future is unknown still because we can continue to evolve so what what's possible is completely unknown and even in your own creating potential you have the ability to affirm things for other people and what you create ripples out to the world around you so not only because we're all co-creating so not only do you have the power to create your reality but you also have the power to help other people create their reality when you show up and you do things in a way that are unique to you and you are thriving, you signal to other people that they can do it too. So whether it's for friends, family, your children, whatever that may be, 
your greatest uh, purpose and your expansion is also helping the collective to expand and stepping into your creative potential is, I think, the best way to do that. I mean, great. I mean, how good is that? Like, how good is it to think you're not only doing amazing stuff for yourself, but like you're inspiring other people and, you know, people pick up on even just vibe, you know, even just the fact that you're, you know, you're thriving and that you're, it's not even, you know, you might meet up with friends and you might not even have to say everything you've been doing, you know, like, oh, it's quite a British thing, but people don't like kind of show off, you know, inverted commas show off. Um, so, you know, we're quite sort of reserved in our like achievements, but even just your, you know, your, your body language, the vibe that you're giving off, you know, even, even that can be inspiring to sort of see people, you know, see your friends or family, you know, really happy. And, and I think that does kind of, like you say, it's like, it's, it's like a ripple effect, isn't it? That, that people do pick up on that and what they do with that is, is totally up to them. But, um, but, you know, it's, you can just inspire for, for, you know, from small, small acts, really. The, there was one other thing when we're creating in this present moment, there's, again, we only have this present moment. So if you're somebody who's saying, I'm really struggling to maintain a positive mindset, or, you know, these thoughts just keep creeping in, they're going to, it, it's like, if you check your, your phone to go on an app, right? You pick it up and you immediately go to the app without really consciously knowing it because they're designed to make us have that behavioral pattern of just yeah. picking up the app and checking them. When you move to the location of the app, you'll still go to that old location before going to the new location. And yeah. it's not until a couple of different times until you break that old neural pathway. And now you're only going to the new location. You develop this new one. You continue to weaken the old, strengthen the new. You do the same with your thoughts. Whatever this old thought is of, you know, I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm not working hard enough. And we shifted to a different thought or affirmation of I'm learning and growing each day. I, when I rest, I, you know, I build the muscle, whatever that affirmation feels good to you, you will weaken the old and you'll suddenly come to the new. And it's that persistence of what do I want to do in this moment? I mean, and I hate to say this in this way, but it could be your last why would you want to create a reality where you're thinking about the past and feeling shame for yourself? Or do you want to have a moment in time where you're feeling really good about yourself? Because this could be it, you know, and you have that power. And the more that you, you realize that you'll, that thought we can't unlearn things and we can only know what we know in the present moment. So in moving forward, it's going to be one of those things of I'm feeling really upset. I'm really mad. Do I want to be mad? Do I want to make, have my last moment be mad no I just have to choose something different then and then we start absolutely yeah and it is like it's knowing your own power I guess isn't it it's, it's knowing that you know you have the power to change your thoughts you have the power to change your actions and it's not to say that it's really easy it's not to say that you know if you're feeling sad you can just be like oh I don't want to feel sad and then magically <laughs> you know you don't feel sad it's you know you, you sometimes have to sit with things and you know life happens and things can be uncomfortable and things can be sad but also you have the power to wake up the next day and make it you know the best day that you can and that might not be your usual kind of where you are kind of at 100% you still might be only kind of 80% happy but you know you you've got the power to to try and, and make your day the best you can because you know like you say it could be could be a lash never know um you know there is that I don't know whether it is cliche but you know there is the whole thing of 
you know you don't know what's around the corner and you know you've got to live every day you know like like it is your last and and I mean that's sometimes not always like <laughs> practical but you know you can try you can try <laughs> again we're habitual creatures so the more you practice it the better you'll get at it plus we have cognitive biases when we affirm something as a belief and we persuade ourselves that it's true we start to see how it's true around us it will turn just taking this once it'll turn the wheel and then it does become easy so I try not to use the word hard or easy because they're subjective and that yeah. also shows you your experience sometimes I know for me in the past what I used to do was I would I would be really confused because something would feel easy to me, but then it was, it was sort of said, you have to work hard for what you want. That was my belief. And I was like, I'm not working really hard for this. I must not deserve the achievements that I have because they come very naturally to me. And when I was able to let go of that old belief of saying it could be easy or it's just work and not identifying it as hard or easy, then it shifted. Okay. I just, I have to work now, but it didn't feel hard. I was even met with a little bit less resistance in it because it was like, Oh, we just have to, we work when we create things. Everything is a, a movement of energy. And that's like, obviously effort and work is energy. So this just requires me to put my energy into it to create it. Yeah, that's that's good actually. I like I like that. Um, so I always ask um my guests to give recommendations. So kind of based on based on your like key topics. So again, if people want to find out more, um, kind of where would you tell them to go? Like, have you got kind of a podcast that you turn to, or like books or a YouTube channel? Kind of any anything that you think uh, would be helpful, and I can pop it in the show notes. Uh, so I do have affirmations on my website for relationships, for self-worth, and for financial abundance. There's, it's a list of affirmations. It's a 20-minute audio, so you don't have to create your own. You can just pop it in. It, it's a 10-minute audio. I apologize. You just pop it in. And then there's an ebook that describes how affirmations work, so we can get your brain on board. And just when you know that it's scientifically proven it's much easier for the brain to be like okay that must be true yeah, yeah. <laughs> the science behind it uh, so that's available on my website okay great for me it again it was really helpful to figure out how we respond to things as human beings because then I it no longer was in question anymore of like why do I feel sad does that mean that I still want to be with him and so I always recommend the book Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari that talks about human evolution and it's, it's really fantastic in describing you know how how things have helped us along our path of, of being the who we are today and in regard to, oh, uh, finally, I'll say I, whenever I'm running, my best investment has been YouTube. <laughs> I, I have the $16 a month subscription to YouTube, so I don't have to listen to any ads. I will put on motivational sound, uh, audio when, definitely when I'm running. That's more of a masculine of like a warrior champion. And then I'll listen to um, some other uh, affirmations that they have, you know, available on there, or I'll even listen to a college commencement speech when I'm in the shower, because I know my thoughts are, I, I, my mind is always pulling in information, whether I'm aware of it or not. College commencement speeches usually are aspirational and motivational, and they can't go wrong because they talk about all the possibilities you have ahead of yourself. So if I'm listening to them in the shower, my mind wanders, I just sort of drift it back to the possibilities. And then that has elevated my, my creating. 
Oh, nice. I wouldn't have thought, yeah, to look those things up. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, thank you for that. I will um I'll pop the book um and the link to your website um in the show notes. So thank you very much for that. And we are at the end. <laughs> thank you so much. It's been really interesting. Uh, it's great to find out about what you do. And obviously, if people want to check you out, I'll um I'll pop your Instagram, your website, and your TikTok. Um in the show notes so yeah thank you so much for coming on my podcast thank you Beth have a great day you too I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did it was great to meet Brittany and hear all about manifesting a life you want for yourself and I hope you take her top tips away if you'd like to be a guest on the pod drop me a dm at positivity with Beth or email thejoyseries1, that's the number one, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, rate, and subscribe to put on your positive pants so even more people can access a weekly dose of positivity. Until next time, bye!